Olson and Wilson Private Capital presents Cincinnati's own Wise Money with the founders Brad Olson and Joe Wilson. That's right, folks. Welcome to Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson. I'm your host, Spike Spangle, for the hour. Brad, how are you doing, buddy? I'm great, Spike. How are you? I'm okay. Joe, what's going on it's with a you? Beautiful day, buddy. What is the big secret when it comes to retirement planning? What in the world are you guys talking about? The big secret. The big secret <laughs> is there is no secret. No secret. Because there really aren't. I, I okay. I once read this article. It's like. If you're single, there's 147 different ways to file for Social Security, well, like more if you're married. But there, really, there used to be. But anymore, it's a timing issue. You know, do you do you take the Social Security as soon as you're eligible or do you defer it and let it grow? And And the decision is, when do you take it? And that has to be worked into your retirement plan. If the If the only thing you have... To support your retirement and social security, then take it. Take it. But the decision comes when you're trying to optimize when do I take social security versus all of my other retirement plans and assets. Spike, it all comes down to effective income planning. And here's the challenge is with anything in retirement planning, it's all an individual basis. There is not a one bucket fits all type approach here. And and when you're doing social security analysis, and I love all these flyers that go out and the free dinner to show you, here's the thing. There are only a handful of ways to do this. And the question is, do you take it and not get the defer of 8% a year? But every time you delay that, that's more money that you don't have to take out of your own account. So if okay. you take that Social Security when you stop working, every dollar you take from Social Security is a dollar you can leave in your investment accounts to grow and compound. Now, that doesn't fit for everyone, but we mm-hmm. right. that's a pretty common option right. because if you get hit by a truck, the Social Security doesn't continue on forever, but you got those assets. So. There's there's a lot of moving and shaking going on here, but a lot the of thing parts is, with this, all yeah. the old files to spend, all that all fun stuff is just no no longer there, and so Social Security planning really for us comes into a very detailed part of the written income plan, and maximizing that Social Security should be a part of your overall written income plan. So maximizing Social Security is really maximizing all of your investments at once. It's not just about when do do I take it at sixty two or sixty three or sixty four and a half. No, and and the other part of that is how does that factor into the taxation of your other income? It's it's not just take it or not take it. It's what's the most effective way from a tax standpoint. The to CPA. Take it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big part of it. So it, it's a very difficult thing to do on your own. You know, there's websites and SSA.gov that you can go to. Yeah, you oh, can. Hold on, can, hold on. You Spike, can have out. you ever gone but, on to SSA.gov? Okay, I I actually have, but it's not it's not like something I go to okay. all the time. So so here's what I equate it to: it's like going into the Library of Congress, right? <laughs> exactly. And like, oh, the books on on four three, but everyone's taking all the books and throwing them in the middle. I mean, it's impossible to find all the the rule. Yeah, it's really hard to now, do. And here own. here's another thing. So yeah, sure, we can go to a website. Yeah, or can. you can wait to when you're about to take your Social Security and go to the Social Security office, right? But are they allowed to give you financial well, planning advice? No. And, and whether it's the website or the Social Security office or somebody else's calculator on a website, 
it doesn't take into account all those other factors. It doesn't take into account your other assets and your retirement plans and your overall tax efficiency. Tax strategy is not Brett, factor I'm just, into that. I'm just laughing here because I'm imagining you on like any morning having breakfast and going, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to go down to the Social Security office. Oh, I mean, that would be a uh, that would be an interesting morning. No, And not that people there don't have great advice, but just could you imagine waiting with your number and waiting for it to be called and hopefully someone's in a good mood to just walk you through those options. And it's not financial planning. And that's what we're talking about here. You cannot just go off of what Uncle Ed and Aunt Sue did. It is a individual scenario. It's a personal footprint and it has to work and coincide with your overall written income plan. Let me ask you a bigger picture question. I love big picture. All right. So last year, the cost of living adjustment on Social Security is one of the highest in decades, 5.9%. It is based on the consumer price index. What did those numbers come out to be recently? You're hovering right at nine. Yeah. Eight, eight, nine. Some some of the highest again in over four decades. The cost of living adjustment is based on the consumer price index. What I'm leading to is that if Social Security goes up at what it's supposed to, 8 or 9%, where is that money going to come from? And what is going to happen to the Social Security Trust Fund? Well, there's already you know predictions and projections out that they're going to run out of money. But that may happen. That may not happen. I think what is a, what's a higher likelihood of happening is that either Social Security becomes means-tested which means based on your income that will determine the amount of social security you get or um, taxes are going to go up. Okay. So okay. think about this, you know, social security was designed to never be taxed, right? It was back, I think it was 83 Reagan. Uh, I, well, math, yeah. math wins and math says we're in trouble and, and, yep. and they threw a little tax on it. And then I think it was Clinton back in the nineties threw a little bit more tax on it. So you're up to 85% of its tax. That easily could go to 100%. We don't yep. know. We're, we're just guessing. But I'm with Brad. Or thinking, the rates can go up. Or the rates could go up on it. I do think that Brad's probably accurate in that. You, from reading right now, you're looking at 2033, 2031. I mean, that seems like a long way away, but my word, we're halfway through 22. It's coming down the line where there's going to be some type of revision. Spike, this hit me the other day. The last time there was a major political war on Social Security, do you know what it was? It was the Bush-Gore presidential election. Oh, Remember okay. the whole lockbox yeah. thing? I mean, that's the last time we had a president even like campaign talk about Social Security. There are issues right now for sure that we're looking at when it comes to Social Security and being there, and could it be means-tested? I think it's just important for folks to realize it all has to work. Guys, we're going to have to take a very quick break here. The Complimentary Retirement Readiness Review and Social Security Maximization Report. As we've been clear about, the Maximization Report isn't about maximizing so much your Social Security. It's about maximizing your total decumulation strategy. Am I correct? Yeah. I mean, the, the folks, if, if you have, if, if, if retirement savings has been tough for you, that there's not many options. There's not a magic box that you can just check and go into. But I think for a lot of folks that listen to this program, they have retirement savings, they have money set aside, and you need a detailed, clear written plan. Looking at a number on a statement from a big box firm, nowhere on that statement does it show you how much money you can take to be and stay retirement ready. And that's what we're talking about. And that's why it's so important to call uh, 1-888-657-1072 so you can get your retirement ready review and a tax maximization report. 844-657-1072 is the phone number. That's 844-657-1072. Call for your own complimentary retirement readiness review 
and Social Security Maximization Report. We'll be back with more on Wise Money right after this. Welcome back to Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson. I'm your host, Spike Spangle. Folks, uh, we got to talk about what's happening out there in the markets. And uh, you were saying that we're making history. Are, 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 is that a good thing, buddy? Well, there's times that it's good and times it's bad. I mean, when I think what is so important for, for the modern retiree right now is to understand the geopolitical landscape and what's happened. And understand this is part of the reason why we're having the volatility that we're having. We, we, Spike, we're having the first war in Europe in over 70 years. I mean, yep. Think of oh that. God, but we just had someone come in the other day in their retirement account, like their 401k, 80% of it was in a Euro and China fund. And, and, and there's a war for seven years because and they just haven't looked at it. Did they give you a why? She didn't realize it. She's like, I wonder why know. it was down so much. Wow. There are so many historical events going on. Look at what the Federal Reserve did a few months ago when they raised 75 basis mm -hmm. points, three quarters of a percent. The last time that was done, I was graduating Lakota High School. It was 1994. <laughs> and here they are doing it again. I mean, that is having a major effect on the bond market. And, and it's the worst start of the bond market really in 41 years. One of the worst starts to the equity markets, almost going back into the Great Depression. And then you look at how much the Fed is raising rates and what they're doing to fight inflation and to stay on top of inflation. We haven't seen this move. Well, in one years. of the things I'm worried about is that when the market is volatile, and when I say volatile, I mean downward volatile, yeah. you get out of the stock market or stock funds and you move over to bonds. And you just said it's also the worst start of the year to the bond market. So people who are moving to safety. They're really not moving to safety. They're moving over to other yeah, things. frying pan into the fire. They're, you know, they're moving to bonds because they think that'll protect their value. And they've been told since they've been little kids that bonds are safe, and that's where you go for safety. Well, and I, yeah, and, and there's a difference between the bond and a bond fund. Yeah, bond, bond ETF, bond funds, <clears throat> bond ETFs, and and what's happening is those values in those in those bond funds and bond ETFs are just getting pounded. It's 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 really decimating retirement portfolios. Well, and where we're seeing major, and, th and we got to bring this up because I think I think the listeners need to understand this. So many four hundred one ks now have these target date funds. Okay, right. It's kind of like Spike. I call it the easy button of retirement, and it kind of really got popular back in 08 and 09 when folks were losing so much yep. money in the market, and the plan administrators and the companies hadn't been doing the education, I guess you could say, to the employees. So a lot of employees sued their sued their employers. So. These fund companies came up with these target date funds said, hey, if you're going to retire around 2025, 20, 2030, you put that in there and, and it'll get more conservative as you get closer to your retirement date. Here's the issue. What we've been seeing in this market, this perfect mm -hmm. storm, is not only are the stocks and equities going down, but because the Federal Reserve has been raising rates to fight this crazy inflation, these bond values are going down. So year to date, mid-year mid right now, the 2025 on average fund is down almost 14%. Now think of that. If you have a million dollars in a 401k, that's $860,000. In, in your safe money. In your safe money, because you put money in there to, to be safe. I did another analysis on the 2030, right? That's eight years away. These are people that are entering in the retirement red zone. That thing's down over 15.5%. Yeah. So there is major carnage going right now in the, in, in the easy button. And this is the 
best analogy. Brian and I were talking about this the other day. Have you ever been sailing? You gone sailing? Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, it does. I'm on Lake Chicago. <laughs> On a sailboat. Lake like, Chicago, you goofball. Like, it's Lake, Lake Michigan. Lake <laughs> Chicago, you get what I'm saying. I call it Lake Chicago. Hey, my Lake kid's going Chicago. to the easy. My kid's going to the land of the Ohio State University. So we just skip saying the team up north. We just call it Lake Chicago. So I like to call it. Thank you very much. But we're out there and like this, this, they're like, hey, Fatso, we need you to like set the boat. And so like go out over there and hang on to this wire and like hang on. Well, what happened is I realized the wind had shifted. And so the guy that was captaining the boat, next thing you know, all these people were running around and running these sails up and changing mm -hmm. things. Yeah. They shifted, even though they were going into the wind, they were still making progress because they shifted their sails. And man, you just don't see that with so many folks coming in off the radio and television. Well, so I, set in to I was curious, is there anything to do in these headwinds? And by the way, folks, before I let him answer that, he is now a wisp of himself. You have lost pounds and pounds and pounds, Joe. Well, well done on that. Thank so, you. So it's Brad. He Brad's like, hey, Fatso, get in the gym with oh, me. No, so, no like, like Brad, Brad's like, hey, you're not here. Get in the gym. It's awesome. But uh, Brad, are there things that people can do actively or, or have the losses they've taken in their retirement accounts, are they just stuck with it or can you stop the bleeding? Is there a way to tack into the wind and, and actually still get some gains right now? You, in a retirement plan, income plans, portfolio construction, you always have to adjust based on what's going on in the market, based on what's going on in the economy, based on the changes in your own situation. You, you just absolutely cannot push the easy button and set it and forget it. It's, it, it's just going it, to, it's very damaging. It's so important. I think for the modern retiree to understand you cannot manage all of your assets in the same way. You need money set aside for your necessities. You need money specifically set aside for your lifestyle and what you want to do in retirement. And you need money specifically set aside for your legacy. The issue spike is so many folks manage all of their retirement assets in the same bucket. It's a, yeah. and it's a really good success story when it's easy and they hit that easy button and things are cruising because when it's easy, it's well, easy, but it's when you shift back into the wind. And that's why it's so important to use strategies like alternative asset classes and sophisticated option strategies to help hedge and position portfolios because there are times no. and there'll be times going forward where you will enter into rough markets and you have to segment out your money. So part of your necessity money is there, part of your lifestyle money is there, and you have legacy money. You just cannot manage it all in a growth bucket and hope, man, I'm in this balanced fund of 60% stock and 40% bonds. I'm sorry. Oh. I've got to ask you though, do you think the regular investor is ready to start looking at these alternative kinds of options and doing options? Well, I hope their advisors and... are because okay. if otherwise they're in deep trouble because as we just said, it's the worst start to the stock market since the depression and it's the worst bond market since 1981. So yeah. other than that, putting it under your mattress, it ain't going to work at a 9% inflation. And it's not going to work to ignore it. Right. It's mm -hmm. it's a situation that you have to look at it. You have to get some help and figure out exactly where you're at. And then what are your options? What are your choices? But in order to make those decisions, you have to have good information. And adjust your retirement sales. And yeah. you've got to you gotta know exactly where you're starting from and where Absolutely. you're at right now, Amen which is exactly that, why I want to talk about the risk report and retirement readiness review. 
will this show us exactly the kind of risk we're taking right now? It, Are you able to will. even look at our retirement accounts? Yeah, what's great is we can look at when, when you come in for the first time, folks, we have a conversation. And, and if you bring your statements, we'll put together there. Our team, we have an amazing team of brilliant people. And we'll have reports upon reports where we can look at truly what's the drawdown in the portfolio and the risk you have. But to do that, we need you to dial 844-657-657. 1072. Tell them on the other line, hey, I want my no obligation, mm-hmm, complimentary mm-hmm. retirement readiness review and my risk analysis. So I know exactly how much risk I'm taking. In you can company. call and ask for it right here by name, 844-657-1072. For the listeners of Wise Money, we want to get to you the complimentary retirement readiness review of your investments and your risk report. Don't go into the headwinds, grab it onto the wrong jib you're going to fall off the boat. On Lake Chicago. On Lake Chicago. Give us a call, 844-657-1072, as Joe likes to say. We'll be back. Welcome back to Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson. They are co-founders of Olson Wilson Private Capital right here in Cincinnati, Wise money, trying to get your retirement dollars working efficiently for you. I'm your host, Spike Spangle. Hey, uh, Joe, who who else you brought with you? Is, We've this, got a is great this your bag friend. man? What do you got in <laughs> We've here? We've got a great friend, Tom Mosley. He's a financial advisor, an amazing practice out in Orange County, California. I mean, Tom, Tom, welcome to the program. He's in studio today. He's a Hello. legend in the business, and we're just honored to have him hanging out with us. So I'm like, we're doing re-radio. we got to have you on, Tom. Hey, sometimes I feel like uh, after you say something like that, I'm a legend in my own mind. But uh, No, man, I you're a legend. Uh, you're a legend. Yeah. Well, and speaking of legends, I would like to talk about legacy. I wanted to ask you about that. There's a lot of folks out there who might say that legacy planning or estate planning is only if I have... A twenty million or a fifty million dollar estate. Who do you guys think, Brad? Who do you think should be doing estate planning? Who's the kind of person you think should be picking up the well, phone? Does everybody have an estate? Yeah, let's let's first de- define what we're talking about. Legacy planning is who gets the money after okay. you're gone, whether that's a spouse, whether that's kids, whether that's a charity. It's much broader than just right. wills and trusts. And, that's right. You know. The, the the actual legal documents mm-hmm. the the legacy planning is how is the most efficient way to pass what's left to the people that I want it to go to and, and I think efficient way is the word to yeah use. you you don't want to just toss it in the middle of the room in the middle of the surviving family members yeah I I know on our practice and Tom I know we've talked about this in, in your practice you there are ways to see this done correctly. And then there are ways where you have to deal with the mess that's left over because legacy planning was never taken taken yeah. care of. And so it is it is a major part of anyone that has gathered some assets and, and investing in their portfolio. So, Brad, though, you were bringing something up there in that uh, if you don't do this, this is a mess we're leaving well, for the family. It is a mess. It, just because you don't have a plan and haven't directed the disposition of your assets the state has a plan for you, and it's probably not a plan that you're going to like, nor is yeah. it a plan that your your kids or your family is going to like. You know, most people want their money to go to who they want it to go to, not who the government says mm-hmm. it needs to go to. And, and certainly not, you know, leave the government any money more than there's 
required. Well, there's survivor benefits as well. And so I think, you know, Tom, you, you and I were talking about this. I want you to touch on it. Just, just the effect it has if when a spouse passes away and, and normally it's us men, you know, kicking yep. it first statistically. And you were bringing up, tell that story about, about, you know, kind of the widows and, and what they're left with sometimes. Well, the, the nice thing about it is when you're married, you've got the married filing jointly yes. tax bracket. So you've really got a double tax bracket. The year that someone passes away and a spouse, first spouse passes away, then the spouse can file for that year at the married filing jointly. Correct. The following year and thereafter, they file as a single tax bracket filer. So therefore, their brackets basically are cut in half. Yeah. And 12 goes to 24 faster, 24 goes to 20 uh, to, to higher and higher and higher as yeah. it goes up. And what you find is they've still got the IRAs that they've got to deal with with required minimum sure. distributions, and they've still got all the tax ramifications exactly. of the two, but they've got half the tax half brackets the tax left. Bracket. So you're and, adding insult to injury. You, you, you pass, your partner passes away. You've been filing 20, 30 years as jointly, and now you have to pay more in taxes because your partner is right. no longer around. And you, you combine that with other factors because none of these financial factors stand alone. You combine it with the fact that if you've got a two social security couple, then they lose the lower social security. Thank God mm -hmm. they lose the lower one, but the breadwinner stays and they do lose sometimes 30, 40% Which of is their massive. income from social security. And you're in a higher tax bracket. Right. Let's, let's even look at this a little bit differently. We ran a report and this is part of our, our we call it our tax map. And it's, it's, it's so important. If you're driving around Cincinnati, you need to have a clear understanding. If you have retirement assets at a 401k and an IRA, Brad says it like this, it's not all your money. You have a silent partner and that is the IRS. And so one of the things we want to help folks understand is uncover the hidden debt that's sitting inside these accounts. And so part of our retirement ready review is, is exposing this debt and letting them have a little bit of a tax map to what they could owe. And so we, we run an example. It's a 65 year old male, a uh, million dollars, a modest rate of return. And most folks that are starting to accumulate wealth, when it's time to take this RMD, required minimum distribution, they, they really don't want it. So they'll just reinvest right. it. But there's still taxes due on that. Mm -hmm. Now, this example, we had them pass away at 90. And when you run the taxes out on that IRA that they've never paid money on, pay taxes on, the tax liability goes on to the estate after they're gone. Out of a million dollars spike, it's over $900,000 of taxes owed. So couple that with all of the stuff that, that with volatility and what's happening in the markets and what our tax rates going to be. That's if we keep it at 25% now. And we know the current tax law, the Trump tax codes expire if Congress does nothing at the end of 2025. And it is a substantial increase going back. So this is the time to act. Legacy planning must include a detailed tax map and analysis. It's a very simple question of, do you want to take care of these questions now for yourself and for your family? Or do you want to let the government or, or a judge or a probate court decide for you what you're going to do with your assets? It's your choice. Well, <clears throat> and a lot of the planning you can't do after you pass away. You, a lot of you, it. A lot. Some of have, it. Some of it you can do. <laughs> you have to, have to do it and, and mm -hmm. let time work for you. It, and and not just let the compound interest and the time value of money work for the government. Yeah. yeah here's the other thing that's interesting. Obviously, we're, we're not we don't we're not estate attorneys. We don't have one in in studio, but we we deal closely with this all the time. The other thing about probate is it's public. 
oh, yeah. public. Oh, oh yeah. You know, trusts are private. I mean, Tom, you, you mean you could go in California, you could look up and see what's going on with probate whenever you want. It's public information. Absolutely right. I always tell people, look, you say you don't have a retirement plan. You do. The, re- the government's going to make you take money out of your exactly. IRAs and your 401ks. You say you don't have an estate plan. You do. It's just not anything to do with anything you want to do or your family wants right. to do. It's all up to the government. That's and right. we know how they run things. That's right. Folks, call for your own complimentary retirement readiness review. You want to make sure that, yes, of course, if you're doing estate planning, that you've got those I's dotted, those T's crossed. Having a will isn't enough. You want to make sure that you've got your beneficiaries taken care of, that you've got your investment accounts taken a look at for your risk, your tax situation, and we can do it all together for your complimentary retirement readiness review. All you've got to do is give us a call right here, 844-657-1072. This is Wise Money. We'll be back with more after this. Welcome back to Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson. I'm your host for the hour, Spike Spangle. And before the break, we were talking about the kinds of things that are going on in today's economy, which include the perfect storm. And I'm worried about what you mean for a retiree. What what are you talking about the perfect storm for today's retiree? Uh, This is the challenge we're seeing when so many folks are coming in off the TV show or the radio show, Spike. We're seeing so many folks come in and it's just been on autopilot, right? Because the markets have done so well. And then when you sit down and they're they're just, they're baffled. They're like, what happened? I'm down 25%. I'm down 30%. I thought I was in a defensive portfolio. And what's happened is they're they're in a different world. The Fed's raising rates. It's been easy the last 15 years. The world has changed and their storms are brewing and they have no idea how it's affecting their portfolio. But more than that, they don't understand the implications taxes are going to have on their 401ks and on their IRAs because many of them, it's in pre-tax saved dollars. And so they are completely unaware of the really big storm that's marching down because Brad said it, you cannot understate this enough. You can only spend what you have, right? If you've got a big number on a piece of paper, but you owe a lot of that to the IRS, you can't spend that money. You can only spend what you have after you take that out. And no one's doing financial planning off of that number. They're looking at it as a whole and they're just going, oh, I'm good. They don't realize the implications taxes are literally staring down at them. Right. right. And and I, I totally get it. You're talking about the storm that we're in right now. It's raining on us and people are aware of it and they're seeing it on the news. But what you're saying is there's even darker clouds, possibly the tornado or the hurricane behind it, which is the actual tax storm which is maybe a couple of years down the road, correct? Well, let's just talk about some ideas. All right, let's mm-hmm. let's put this in perspective. I love, loved, loved, loved as a teenager, Ronald Reagan, because I thought he was an amazing speaker. And then I would, I, I mean, I was younger, I'm, I'm 46. Right. But then what I loved is I went back and found all his old movies, right? This is the army now. Don Lycan, it was about World War One and World War II. I know Brad's making fun of me, right? It's, it was an If you haven't seen it, this is the army now starring Ronald Reagan. It's a classic. You got to watch it. I loved it because I loved it. It was war and it was fun. It was Ronald Reagan. Here's what I find interesting. Ronald Reagan would do two films a year, Spike, because mm-hmm. he was paid $100,000, which at that time was monster money a year. But the highest marginal tax bracket that started at 200000 back then, do you know what it was? Do you have any idea? I don't know, 50, 60? 
96%. What? So 96%. So percent of my own income? If exactly. he did another film. So he would only oh, do two God. films a year because if he got paid $100,000 for that next film, he only got to keep 6,000 of it. And really not even that because he lived in California and they pretty much took all the rest. <laughs> so he would do two films a year and then go off at his ranch and, and, you know, live the lifestyle of a Hollywood famous person. So when you look at where we are debt to GDP, the only time we've been this high is back in World War II when Ronald Reagan was making movies. This is the mm-hmm. army now. So math wins. The CPA, the retirement CPA, Bradley Olson says it all the time. Math wins. If we are $30 trillion in debt and adding to it daily, you do the math and understand the interest we have to pay on that debt and how it's compounding and growing. Just as if you had $300,000 on a credit card and it's compounding at 10, 15%. It's becoming out of control. And the challenge is we are electing officials that will not cut spending. You add all this together and you're looking at a massive storm coming down on tax increases. Now, a lot of folks will say, well, that's not going to affect me. I don't make that kind of money. I'm not going to be in the highest Mm -hmm. tax bracket margin. But then the CPA has some answers on that. Well, it's very easy for, you know, they don't have to come out and say we're raising taxes. All they have to do is is kind of tweak things at the edges, and and it's going to result in people paying more taxes. Heck, if they don't do anything, the current tax law is going to expire, and taxes, your tax bill, will go up in 2026. Like Joe said, it's a math problem. They have to make the payments on that debt, and and the only way the government generates money is through taxes different kinds of taxes. I think you're going to see changes in income taxes. I think you're going to see changes in estate taxes. And, and you know, right now the, the estate tax exemption is, what is it, 11 million a person? Yes, you're 22 million. So that covers a lot of the people. 20 years ago, the estate tax exemption was $620,000. It was raised to a whopping a 1 million. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that covers, you know, a significant portion of people. You, I think people need to be aware and plan on taxes increasing, different kinds of taxes. You don't know what they're going to be. It's hard to forecast that. I think they're going to be higher. And I think you need to be aware of it so you can respond to it. One of the things you can do now. This is just you know free advice to take a look at is because the markets are down. A lot of the people in Cincinnati have significant portions of their of their money in IRAs or or qualified retirement plans. A Roth conversion is something to look at now because when you convert that Roth, that conversion is based on the value. If the value is down thirty percent and you do the conversion, you're paying tax on on a value that's 30% less than it was at the beginning of the year. Now, after it's converted and you've paid the tax on it, now if it goes back up, that's all tax-free. Okay? So that, for your, anything in yeah. a Roth is tax-free income. So for your listeners out there, we're going to go out to a break. Uh, we're going to explain more about this. We're calling this now the Roth Conversion Challenge. Folks, I want you to think about how much you have in your retirement account. Do you have half a million dollars, a million dollars, two million dollars, three million dollars in what has been tax protected for 20 or 30 years? Now what? 
You're going to start taking that money out as you go into retirement. But guess what? The markets are down. This might be the best opportunity of your lifetime, possibly, to do a Roth conversion. So what we want to offer you is the Roth conversion challenge. Give Brad and Joe a call right here, and we'll take a look at those retirement accounts. How much has been tax protected? What would be your tax implications now? And what could happen to that growth? 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now, if you convert during that loss right now, we're calling it the Roth Conversion Challenge. Call and ask for it complimentary right here at this phone number. Here it comes. 844-657-1072. That's 844-657-1072. More about Roth conversions, what you should be looking at right now when we get back after this break. That's right, folks. Welcome to Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson. They are the co-founders of Olson Wilson Private Capital right here in Cincinnati. I'm Spike Spangle. I'm your host for the hour. Gentlemen, how are you doing this week? Joe, I will start with you, buddy. I'm fabulous, Spike. Good to hear your voice. Thank you so much. You know what? I, I love doing the show with you guys. Brad, how are you doing, buddy? Awesome, Spike. We're doing awesome. A little warm here. <clears throat> a little warm, and uh, you could also say the inflation number's a little hot. Hot, 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 hot. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they keep reaching higher and higher. Folks, on today's program, of course, we are going to address the new inflation rates that just came out, 9.1%. A hitting, niner. 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 I, have, I, have, I haven't seen that uh, ever in my lifetime. Oof. Um, CPI hitting that rising prices still actually gas is tweaking down a little bit. Homes are tweaking down just a tiny bit. Uh, and home sales, though, still still pretty hot rent, though, putting incredible pressure on folks right now. And uh, Mm. just a lot going on. And Brad and Joe, I know that you do a lot to wrangle in this information for your clients, not just for your listening audience, but for the folks you actually help out. So we've got some stuff. I'm going to play your studio engineer today uh where yes. exactly did you want to start out with this conversation right. fellas I, I think well we have to address the elephant in the room and that's that's inflation and so what what is interesting is every talking head in the universe has been on all of the financial shows and i think it's good uh spike i i we've got some clips here and i want mm-hmm. you to play a few of them that okay. that's going to walk the viewers and listeners through some just some stuff that we're hearing uh, from some, in some regards, some of the biggest power movers in the industry. One, I want to start with Jeremy, Jeremy Siegel. He's the professor of finance at uh, UPenn Wharton School of Business. He is, uh, man, what would you call him? Like the godfather of finance, if you will, from an educational standpoint? I, I got to say, being born and raised in Chicago, there's also the Chicago School of Business. But yes, the Wharton School of Business, Jeremy Siegel, like, professor of finance. Like Hogwarts. He's and, like he's like the main cat from Hogwarts. He's, and he is quite a character, but you're right. Uh, pretty, uh, pretty interesting stuff. Here we go with Siegel. The Fed tightening and how high they're going to have to go, I think is almost excessive now. I think the Fed has to be careful. You know, I monitored the money supply and, you know, that told me that we were going to have all this inflation that we had. Well, the money supply has been brought to almost a dead stop this year. And that is unprecedented. And I said, oh, you know, three weeks ago, the Fed has just got to be careful not to slam on the brakes and just crash this economy. They- yeah, I, uh, I I somewhat agree with that. Uh, Brad, Joe, what do you think? Well, I think he's right. I mean, but is that I, what's I happening? Think that's the danger. Well, yeah, the money supply is screeched, which is which is what we have been uh, 
it's, it's actually not a bad thing, Spike. Right. We, we have spent money to such an extent. And what mm-hmm. you have to watch is it's a big economic term called M2. And it's it's driving down the road. We don't want people to fall asleep and go into a <laughs> ravine. But, <laughs> but truly what's happening is that money supply has been brought down substantially. And, and that's a very good thing because we've seen money supply growing to such an extent. The challenge is running off inflation at 9-1 current print the money supply shrinking will do its job going forward. And so what'll be interesting if Siegel is correct and what he's warning is he's seeing a slowdown right now. And so the gamble, the question, what the Fed is wrestling with is do we not raise rates continually and hope that this is correct and things are slowing down and inflation will naturally fall. The other issue that we have to look at though is what if inflation's still here because people still have to put food on their table? People still have to put gas in their cars. You cannot run around having gas at $5. You just can't. People can't afford it. So right. the Fed, acting as late as they did, have really been painted into a corner. And so I think the issue is, as Brad said, they could be right. But you're looking at the Fed probably going to pop another 75 basis points yeah. and maybe another round going forward. If they keep doing that and the money supply goes down, the question and what you have to watch is our jobs going to start getting cut. And that's the scary thing about a recession. When companies stop hiring and, well, st- and start firing. S- some of that has already started. It has. You know, some of that's already started. And and the the trick is, it's not really a trick, but but the goal is, <clears throat> is to calm this inflation down without a lot of collateral damage. Meaning people losing their jobs, companies yeah. closing. It, it's it's a very tricky situation, um, and and without plunging the economy into a into a you know a deep recession, that's mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. the well they're looking at the last tool book here, Spike, and that's with Volcker. Really, when we had inflation yep. in the early eighties, I mean yep. we were running around playing with Hot Wheels, but but the, you go back <laughs> the, <laughs> me me too the, yep. the history. I mean, Brad might have been cruising around in yeah, a Z twenty eight Camaro or something that. like that. But. <laughs> But for you and I, you know, we we yeah. read about this and, and you look at, at what the Fed did and what Volcker did is he raised rates just overnight, just put the gas down and said, we will beat inflation. The 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 challenge this year, I should say, is that we've never printed as much money as we had. So there's there's another wrench in the system, if you will. And so I think it's important to not just leave it on Siegel's words, but I want to shift to the bond market. Okay. You know, the the bond market has been crushed, and the average bond fund, it's called the AG, is down almost 11% year to date, and your corporate bonds are down almost over 13%. That's mm-hmm. a lot of these folks' 401k bond funds or 401k ETFs or well, IRAs. That's where, that's where people have gone for safety. Historically. You know, they've been yeah. told their whole life bonds are safe, bonds are safe, and in a bond mutual fund or bond ETF, when interest rates go up, those values get pounded. Pounded. All of the things you're worried about that, that Brad and Joe are talking about here, we totally understand. If you would like your own retirement readiness review because you're concerned of the news, not only that you're hearing, but we're talking about here, you can always reach out to 844 844- Six five seven one zero seven two. There's no cost for a meeting. There's no cost to start your retirement readiness review, and more so if it's keeping you up at night. Like I've got to admit, honestly, the last couple of nights I've been tossing and turning. I'm I'm reading the news. I'm reporting this news, and now it's starting to keep me up. And I'm not even ready for retirement yet. So if you're worried out there. 
Call Brad and Joe right now, 844-657-1072. I'm sorry, guys, didn't want to interrupt well, no, you there, but I need, I, need, I, like I need it to let people know it's not just the reporting that you guys are literally there to help people with this. Brad and I do this for folks every day. This is what we do. We help folks retire every day. And so it is a little bit of, of an understanding that we have that we know people are concerned. And I think Brad nailed it. There is companies are concerned right now. Individuals with a retirement plan, we're seeing so much risk out in the portfolios right now. And it's why it's so important. Folks, if you're listening right now, 844-657-1072, you deserve a second opinion and a retirement ready review. You have a clear understanding of how much risk is in your portfolio, what you're paying for that risk. How did taxes even come involved in this? And really, where is your income going to come from? Because you have to have a well-written structured income plan. Thank you so much. We do have to take this quick break. Folks, get your own retirement readiness review for today's Modern Retiree right here. 844-657-1072. You're listening to Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson, the co-founders of Olson Wilson Private Capital right here in Cincinnati. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson. I'm your host, Spike Spangle. You know, we're talking about the inflation. We see what's going on out there. We're obviously very well aware of it. With your retirement planning, it's a huge concern. But the next level of it is, are we headed into a recession? Folks who are coming in and talking to you, maybe they're not quite clients yet. Can you give me rubber meets the road uh, of what's happening right now? Are people getting the right kinds of, of financial advice when it comes to incorporating inflation, incorporating what's actually happening in the market? Or do they just usually see best case scenario planning when you go into somebody's office? It seems like it's been really common lately where people come in and there's two situations or there's two factors. One is they're managing all their money the same. It's all in one account. It's all going up or down, down lately, generally. And and when we talk about retirement planning, it's important to make sure either when you're retired or as you're approaching retirement that you've got your income needs taken care of. And what people say was, well, you know, uh, my advisor said if uh, – inflation's only 2%, and if I get a 6% rate of return, and if I only take out 4%, then I'm going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And, okay. and that's that's run through what we call a Monte Carlo analysis. And the problem with it is, is do you want to rely on ifs in your retirement planning? You know, it, what, what, what if it doesn't happen? And what if inflation is six or nine instead of two it is going to blow up your retirement planning exactly and what is the if that i mean and and you guys do this too what is the if that most people plug in the number for inflation isn't it usually two to three percent well it it has been two and what we've been seeing with people that come in having having done what they think is planning is two and that is ludicrous in today's environment and you know it, it may not stay at nine I hope goodness not. hope it doesn't yeah but i don't think we're going back to a long-term inflation rate of two 
So, mm-hmm. you know, part of the planning process is is monitoring and updating those plans to to reflect what's going on in the economy. Well, what you're seeing, and, and, and this is just a hot button of, of mine, is so many of these big box firms are selling these financial plans. And the challenge is they're all done off of a pretty much a version of some version of what's called a Monte Carlo. And it's a probability analysis. Well, the average is not real, Spike. And, and folks, if you've got your financial planning is done off of Monte Carlo and you're just looking at average numbers, you owe it to yourself to, to get a retirement ready review, 844-657-1072. And here's why. You cannot go in this environment and just hope and pray that if all your money is being managed the same way, that that doesn't have a specific job to address the necessities you have in life and does not have a specific job to address the lifestyle you want to live in retirement and does not have a specific job to address the legacy you want to leave. You're managing all your money in one way. And then if you take the assumption that, hey, I'm going to get an average 6% rate of return or I'm going to only plan on inflation being 2%, All of these plans we've been seeing coming in here, Spike, off of the TV and radio show, have been using a 2% inflation number. Mm. We're at 9.1. Let's say this stops. Let's say they win, the the Fed starts to cut inflation. What if it goes down to four? Well, that's a great win. We're at 9.1. What's the challenge with that? You did planning based on two. Right. Your inflation number Mm. has doubled off of your plan. Now let's go to the other segment of that. They're planning on a 4% withdrawal rate. We've talked about this at Ad nauseum. Oh, John yeah. Wayne. I know, but it's head. important. It's important, though, to keep talking about it. It is, because here's the deal. When you have bad years in the market, like let's talk, bear markets don't have to just come and go. 2,000, the market's down over 10. 2001, the market's down over 13. 2002, the market's down 23. That's a 42% decline over 900 days of negative markets. 900 days. Do you understand the impact if you walk into retirement and you're planning on taking 4% out and you're planning on 2% inflation, maybe it's doubled to four, and you're planning on a 6% rate of return and the first three years are negative 40%, You are absolutely getting crushed when it comes to your income. And that's why if planning doesn't work, you cannot go into retirement hoping your necessities that are going to be covered, your heating, your air conditioning, your lights, your food, your medicine, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, on an if. And so we see this error happen so many times. And and if planning doesn't give you any peace of mind, because if you really understand how that plan is built, you know, the ifs, the ifs have to happen in order for you to be successful. Have to happen. And if they don't. If one element of it doesn't. Correct. How do you let the math win in your retirement ready report? Well, number one, you have to understand what your income gap is. You know, what do you need to retire? What are the necessities in your specific life? And everyone's different. You need to have that figured out and we'll help you figure that out. But from there, you need to do some math and let the math work to where you can hedge your portfolio, segment a portion of it away, hedge it against market risk, hedge it against a a raging bond market, hedge it against any of these numerous things that could come against the portfolio using alternative asset classes and advanced option strategies to where you can get income 
to cover your necessities. That takes a big bite out of the if. Number two, you have to understand your lifestyle. What do you want to do? People don't retire to just sit at home and watch John Wayne. I mean, that sounds like a great Saturday afternoon, but I don't want to do that every day of my life. There's not that many John Wayne movies. Love them. I've seen them all. So what does your lifestyle look like? Well, how do you segment a portion of your assets to specifically go to living the dream and the retirement of, of, of your dreams. You have to segment that out and you have to position it with the right amount of risk and the right amount of volatility so you can not only cover your necessities, but mm-hmm. live a fulfilled retirement. And so you have to segment this out, Spike, and too many folks are just throwing it all together. And It's all in a junk drawer. I hope it's 6% and I hope it's 2% inflation. Yep. And if we do that, we can take 4% out from now until the cows come home. And we'll be all right. It doesn't work. Math works against you sometimes. Folks, call in right now for your own retirement ready review. We're going to take a look at your risk and fee analysis. Does the risk, yes, do the risk you're taking right now, but yeah, fees. Let's talk about that math really, really quickly. Well, you need a fee analysis, and that's what we do. We take your data. We've got a bunch of smart people that live, eat, and drink algorithms, can figure this stuff out, and you can see exactly what you're paying. Exactly. Along with your written income plan, and I think that's what Brad and Joe are really talking about here, making sure it's written out, and then knowing what those ifs are and are you taking into account the changes that are happening right now folks call for your own retirement ready review right now the first 25 callers can come in for your own complimentary appointment 844-657-1072 that's 844-657-1072 Wilson & Wilson Private Capital LLC is registered as an investment advisor and only conducts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. The firm is not engaged in the practice of law or accounting. Advisory services offered through Olson & Wilson Private Capital LLC are separate and distinct from insurance sales and services provided by TAP Insurance LLC. 